This is a weekly from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. The turnout for last week's election in Foxborough was under 10%. The election saw Foxborough re-elect longtime school committee member Beverly Lord in what may have been the lowest voter turnout of any annual town election in Foxborough's history. Lord, the school committee's vice chairman, was challenged by Nancy Morrison for her seat and the only contested race on the ballot in the election. In the end, Lord ended up winning by a vote of 629 to 416, according to unofficial totals. Morrison, who has two daughters in the high school, said that she would continue to stay involved with school committee issues. As a retired high school teacher, Lord has served in the Foxborough School Committee since 2004. Total voter turnout was an anemic 9.2% as 1,103 of Foxborough's 11,822 registered voters participated in the election. Foxborough Town Clerk Robert Cutler said that was the lowest turnout for any town election that he could remember. Last year's town election had a 19.1% voter turnout. A traffic stop for speeding on Chestnut and Mechanic Streets, ended up with two suspects being arrested on drug charges. Foxborough Police Sergeant John Chamberlain arrested 26-year-old Dariel Nunez of 569 South Main Street in Sharon for possession of heroin with intent to distribute. Nunez was also charged with possession of a Class E drug. A second suspect, 26-year-old Terry C. Bicesti of 5A Arlington Street in Foxborough, was arrested by police on a charge of being present where heroin is kept. Later in the week, Foxborough police arrested 21-year-old Carly Dooley of 177 Chestnut Street in Foxborough, who was charged with operating under the influence of alcohol leaving the scene of property damage and negligent operation of a motor vehicle. Last, Foxborough Police Sergeant John Chamberlain had another arrest with 37-year-old Carlos R. D. Oliveria of 96 Washington Street in Foxborough on four default warrants. And a surprise to almost everybody, the Lombardi Trophy toured all five Foxborough schools last week. The trophy was accompanied by two-time Super Bowl Patriots players James White and Brandon Bolden, who were greeted by loud and rapturous cheers by each of the five assemblies. So secret was the visit that only a handful of administrators from each of the schools were informed of the visit so that fans would not be drawn from outside of the schools. Foxborough School Superintendent Deborah Spinelli said, When we do this, it's for the kids. The players first arrived at the high school and finished at the Borough School. The last time the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2015, tight end Rob Gronkowski 
brought the Lombardi Trophy around to all the Foxborough public schools. Corporate communications coordinator for the New England Patriots, Jeremy Smith, said that this is an opportunity to thank the hometown, the heart of Patriots Nation. Foxborough Police Chief William Baker has asked the Board of Selectmen to alter the current contract for stadium duty. The change would actually reduce the amount of compensation that the chief would receive. According to town manager Bill Keegan, under the chief's original contract, the chief was expected to work at events at Gillette Stadium, which was paid hourly at overtime rates. This worked out to be between $45,000 to $50,000 a year in extra compensation. Under the amendment to Baker's contract, Baker would be paid an extra stipend of $1,800 per month instead of being paid hourly when working events. The chief would also not have to physically be at all events but could delegate on-site responsibility to his subordinate officers. This would work out to $21,600, or less than half of what Baker was set to be paid. Selectman Jim DeVellis praised Baker for making the change, as did Chairman David Feldman, who said, from a leadership standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world. The board voted unanimously to approve the change, and town manager Bill Keegan will sign it into the contract. More local news coming up next. You've got everything ready for the perfect barbecue. Steaks are marinated, burgers are made, and the veggies are seasoned just right. But before the barbecue begins, make sure you are grilling safely. By following just a few simple tips, you can not only have a delicious grilling experience, but a safe one as well. First, always follow the grill manufacturer's instructions. When lighting your grill, always keep the top open until you are sure that it is lit. Never use matches or lighters to check for leaks. Instead, use a soap and water solution. Keep children away from the propane tank and grill. When using propane, always use or store the tank outdoors in an upright position and keep away from potential ignition sources. This includes the spare tanks as well. For more information on safe grilling, be sure to visit usepropane.com. A message from the Propane Education and Research Council. At last week's meeting, the Foxborough Board of Selectmen underwent reorganization and ended up voting to keep things the same. Reorganization always follows the annual town election, where Foxborough Board of Selectmen Chairman David Feldman won re-election in an unopposed race. The board reorganization typically means that the board's chair, vice chair, and clerk's positions are handed off to different members, with the vice chair typically taking the role of chairman. However, Feldman did suggest keeping the same people in officers' positions for another year, a prospect that was immediately embraced by other board members. Selectman Chris Mitchell, the board's vice chair, said that the current chairman, David Feldman, has done a great job. Mitchell also said that keeping the same composition in the board of selectmen for two years represented a good opportunity. 
Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan said that doesn't happen very often. The board then voted unanimously to keep the board as it is. And finally, turning 35 years old isn't usually much of a milestone unless you're burger chain heiress Lindsay Snyder. On her 35th birthday, she received the final portion of her inheritance, pushing her ownership of the West Coast-based In-N-Out Burger Empire to 97%, making her a billionaire, worth an estimated $1.3 billion. Unlike other burger chains, In-N-Out Burger keeps its menu simple, offering only burgers, shakes, fries, and soda. And preparation remains traditional. Heat lamps, microwaves, and freezers are banned from the premises, and employees still cut potatoes, bake buns, and separate lettuce daily in-house. Lindsay said the company will never be acquired or go public. The only reason you would do that is for money, and I wouldn't do it. My heart is totally connected to this company because of my family, and they're not here. I will keep In-N-Out Burger the way it has always been. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.